Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is a very special episode, episode 300, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. You can learn all the skills in the world, math, business, writing, but the right mindset will always trump them all. It's the great unlock to all other skills. Success and happiness come down to one single component, and that's mindset. In order to achieve our goals in life, our mindset needs to match those aspirations. And this is exactly what I pack into my free weekly newsletter. As a free subscriber, you receive the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter once per week, where I break down step-by-step processes to master your mindset and practical growth tips. If you haven't subscribed, but you enjoy the content I drop on this podcast, then you're missing out. Click the link in the show notes to subscribe for free to the Mastering Your Mindset newsletter. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Five hundred eighty-seven days ago, I made a conscious decision to take control of my own physical and mental wellness by completely removing alcohol from my diet. It was a daunting task, having been entrenched in the culture of going out with friends for drinks or clinking glasses at family dinners. With time, however, I've come to realize what an incredible impact giving up alcohol has had on not only my overall health, but also taken away so much emotional weight that used to stop me from living freely and fully every day. Sobriety has given me everything I sought from alcohol. And today on episode 300, I want to change it up and share what it's provided me. So, 
587 days in, how has it impacted my life specifically, and what have I learned on this amazing journey? Number one, improving sleep. Quitting alcohol has done more to improve my sleep than any cocktail of supplements thus far. There is a big misnomer that drinking alcohol helps you sleep better. And this misnomer stems from the fact that alcohol is a depressant. And this depressant can actually make you feel sleepy and relaxed. Sure, when you drink alcohol, it initially can help you fall asleep faster. However, alcohol causes major disruptions to our sleep throughout the night. So, while it might seem that alcohol helps us sleep because we experience this upfront before falling asleep, it's the quality of sleep when we're not awake or aware that it significantly impacts. It significantly disrupts our sleep patterns. When I removed alcohol from my life, I noticed a shift with a few things concerning my sleep. Consistent heart rate variable. This is the variance in time between our heartbeat while we're asleep. And it's a great indicator of how well our body can adapt to its environment and perform. Next, consistent REM sleep cycles, also known as rapid eye movement. REM sleep is the stage of sleep where our brain is most active. This is also where we dream, and this is essential for proper brain function, memory consolidation, and emotional regulation. And lastly, establishing a regular sleep schedule. This has led to better sleep quality, improved mood and mental health, and increased cognitive function and being more clear-headed. Now, you're probably curious, how do I measure this? My WHOOP band, which I'll link in the show notes. Every morning, I spend about five minutes analyzing these key metrics, understanding trends and what variables lead to breaks in these trends. I'm a huge fan of data because it's this data that provides us with real, tangible info that allows us to make better decisions and adjust. Now, you don't necessarily need a whoop band to understand the impact of removing alcohol from your life. Physically, emotionally, and mentally, you can feel the difference. It's just nice to have the data to support those experiences along with greater insights. Now, because of this improved sleep, it's improved my performance in a few different areas. Focus, energy, and productivity. Remember, a lack of quality sleep chips away at decision-making ability, motivation, focus, and energy. When I removed alcohol, I further prioritized sleep. And more importantly, quality of sleep, which meant I was making the most of my waking hours. Number two, finding the truths. Dr. Andrew Huberman said it best. Alcohol is the only drug where if you don't do it, people assume you have a problem. Here's a news flash for most of society. Alcohol is often a social crutch. Because for a lot of people, and this included me, it helps to reduce social anxiety and makes you feel more relaxed in social situations. Now, 
One of these truths is that an estimated 12.1% of U.S. adults, that's millions and millions of people, experience social anxiety disorder at some time in their lives. Many people feel nervous or self-conscious in social situations, especially when meeting new people or finding themselves in unfamiliar environments. Alcohol historically has acted as a crutch and barrier to this, being used to increase feelings of confidence and sociability. And when I was honest with myself, I was guilty of exactly that, using it as courage juice, using it as a coping mechanism. However, the danger of using alcohol as courage juice or a coping mechanism means that we develop a dependence on it to manage our symptoms. We become reliant on this device to get us through things, challenges, fears, setbacks, bad news, which means that we never build the muscle of courage, which creates a vicious cycle. Because we never exercise the muscle of courage means that we believe we need a boost anytime we face moments that call for courage. It means that we live a life behind a curtain. And this curtain for me went beyond courage. Going alcohol-free helped me see who my true friends were. See, most of us have friends built off alcohol. Meaning if alcohol wasn't involved, how engaging of conversations would we have with that other person? Would we truly bond with that person? These were questions I asked myself, and I had to accept the hard truth, and that was no, which meant I sought for greater, more meaningful, and intimate connections with true friends when alcohol wasn't a lubricant to ignore these things. I was better able to understand what my real passions were. Alcohol blinded me from passions because it numbed me of all experiences, such as what my ideal lifestyle looked like. To me, going out to the bar to socialize was not an ideal way to spend my time, nor was it creating any meaningful connections. Needing alcohol to socialize at things like a wedding didn't seem like a productive way to experience something so beautiful and personal. Removing alcohol allowed me to find my truths. It allowed me to see the world clearly. It allowed me to clearly define the different roads of life and start walking down them rather than fearing them or avoiding them. Number three, retaining emotional stability. Alcohol was a massive amplifier of my emotions, meaning I'd experience immense highs when celebrating wins and immense lows when drowning out losses. And because of those immense swings, I would wake up the next morning immensely drained. And 587 days ago, I decided I was exhausted by this roller coaster ride. So, I did some research as to why I was experiencing this turbulent ride and come to find out my experience was no different than anyone that consumes alcohol. See, alcohol affects multiple areas of our brain. 
And one of those areas is responsible for regulating our emotions and behaviors. And one of the main ways that alcohol affects emotional regulation is by altering levels of neurotransmitters in our brain. And this is critical to note because these neurotransmitters are the chemicals that transmit signals between our nerve cells. For example, alcohol increases the levels of dopamine, a neurotransmitter associated with pleasure and reward. And this can lead to a temporary feeling of euphoria or happiness. But it can also make it harder to regulate emotions and impulses. Now, on the other hand, alcohol can decrease the levels of serotonin, a neurotransmitter that helps to regulate our mood and emotional stability. And this can contribute to feelings of anxiety, depression, and irritability, which makes it harder to maintain emotional balance. Now, beyond altering levels of neurotransmitters in our brain, alcohol also affects our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brain responsible for decision-making, problem-solving, and emotional regulation. And this prefrontal cortex is particularly important specifically for inhibiting impulsive behaviors and regulating emotions. When alcohol pours into the room, it impairs the function of our prefrontal cortex, which makes it harder for us to control our emotional responses. In other words, alcohol makes it more challenging to regulate our emotions effectively. Retaining emotional stability due to removing alcohol has transformed my life because it's improved my mental health, increased my resilience, and improved my mental performance. Number four, becoming mentally stronger. As I mentioned earlier, alcohol is often used as an aid to facilitate things like confidence and risk-taking. But all of that is fabricated. I wasn't relying on myself. I was relying on a substance. And it was this barrier that prevented friction. Now, most people would argue that friction is bad. I'd argue the opposite. It is friction that creates heat. And heat is what has the power to alter an object's form. So by placing alcohol in the middle of this friction... I was doing myself a disservice. I was preventing this formation of heat by preventing myself from forming confidence. Now, when I removed alcohol from my life, it allowed me to reframe my mindset even more, build even better habits, and regulate emotions better. Many of us justify the consumption of alcohol to prevent friction and discomfort. We fabricate these excuses like, I'm just having a good time, or I deserve a drink, or I need a drink after the day I had. And for many people that speak out about the embedded societal reliance on alcohol, they get flack. Who are they to judge? And on and on and on. Sharing my story is about vulnerability. 
acceptance and honesty. I'm here to tell the damn world the truth that they might not want to hear. You shouldn't need liquid courage to reach the outcomes you're looking for. It's important to understand that alcohol isn't the problem. It's a coping mechanism. We have created a society that uses it as a tool to socialize and cope with stress. And until we address the root of our problems, alcohol will remain no matter how much we demonize it. Number five, improving gut health. Cutting out alcohol helped my stomach in multiple ways, like reducing inflammation, improving the health of my gut microbiome, and improving nutrient absorption. Now, in the case of sleep improvements, I had greater data. Whereas these things were more of an experience. I felt a massive shift with my stomach and gut health. And again, I was curious, how could removing alcohol have such a profound impact on gut health? Well, come to find out a lot. Let's start with inflammation. When we consume alcohol, it leads to a production of pro-inflammatory chemicals in the gut. And this inflammation leads to damaging the lining of our gut, leading to a range of digestive problems. Now, as far as improving the health of gut microbiome, surprise, surprise, alcohol disrupts the balance of gut microbiota. And this interruption leads to an overgrowth of harmful bacteria and a decrease in beneficial bacteria. When we remove alcohol, we are allowing the gut microbiota time to rebalance, which leads to improved gut health. And lastly, improving nutrient absorption. When we consume alcohol, it interferes with the absorption of nutrients. And this is for a couple of reasons. Because alcohol consumption damages the lining of our gut. It leads to inflammation. And it's this inflammation that leads to reduce nutrient absorption. Alcohol also interferes with our metabolism. Specifically interfering with the metabolism of certain nutrients, such as vitamin A, by reducing the activity of enzymes needed for their metabolism. And it's this vitamin A that is essential for a healthy immune system. Now, here's the biggest eye-opener concerning gut health. There is a growing body of research that suggests that there is a strong link between gut health and mental health. I actually interviewed Dr. Chris Palmer, Harvard psychiatrist, back on episode 262, and he developed the first comprehensive theory of what causes mental illness. And surprisingly, new research reveals that mental health disorders are metabolic. You've probably heard the gut being referred to as the second brain, and that's because of its close connection to the central nervous system. The gut in the brain 
are connected through a complex network of nerves. And these nerves are what controls the digestive process and communicates with the brain. Therefore, improving gut health by removing alcohol from our diet can also lead to improved mental health, which is the entire reason I produce this podcast. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into my journey of 587 days without alcohol. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. The Motivated Mind is a legacy division.